again, this is Tori Kensington talking, and this is the Optimistic Almanac for Tuesday, October 3rd, 2017. It's on the air. It was on today's date in 1949 that radio station WERD 860 AM in Atlanta went on the air. WERD was the first radio station owned and programmed by African Americans. WDIA in Memphis was on the air a year earlier doing black or Negro, as it was called then, programming, but the owners were not African-American. Jesse B. Blayton Sr., an accountant, bank president, and Atlanta University professor, purchased WERD in 1949 for $50,000. He changed the station to format to, quote, Black Appeal, and hired his son Jesse Jr. as station manager. Jockey Jack Gibson was hired, and by 1951, he was the most popular DJ in the Atlanta market. The station was housed in the Prince Hall Masonic Temple on Auburn Avenue, then one of the wealthiest black neighborhoods in the United States. Located in that same building was the headquarters for the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, formed in 1957 and led by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and staffed by Ella Baker. According to Gibson, King would tap on the ceiling of the SCLC office just below the radio station with a broomstick, the signal that he had an announcement to make. Gibson would then lower a microphone from the studio window to King at the window below. WDIA in Memphis, although white-owned, had Nat D. Williams as part of the first radio station programmed entirely for African Americans. And in 1955, on today's date, Captain Kangaroo first went on the air. Captain Kangaroo is an American children's television series that aired weekday mornings on the American television network CBS for nearly 30 years, from 1955 until 1984, making it the longest-run nationally broadcast children's program of its day. In 1986, the American Program Service, now American Public Television Boston, integrated some newly produced segments into reruns of past episodes, distributing the newer television series until 1993. The show was conceived and the title character was played by Bob Keisham, who based the show on, quote, the warm relationship between grandparents and children. Keishan had portrayed the original Clarabelle the Clown on the Howdy Doody show when it aired on NBC. Captain Kangaroo had a loose structure built around life in the Treasure House, later known as the Captain's Place, where the Captain, the name Kangaroo, came with the big pockets in his coat, would tell stories, meet guests, and indulge in silly stunts with regular characters, both human and puppet. Keishan performed as the captain more than 9,000 times in the nearly 30-year run of the show. The show was telecast live to the East Coast and the Midwest for the first four years and broadcast on Kinescope for the West Coast, as Keishan would not perform the show live three times a day and was in black and white until 1965. The May 17, 1971 episode had two major changes on the show. The treasure house was renovated and renamed The Captain's Place, and the captain replaced his navy blue coat with a red one. The show did not have a strict format other than the entire program taking place in and around the treasure house or the captain's place, where the captain would interact with puppets, guests, and other members of the cast. Even the opening sequence could change. The show generally began with the theme music starting up, then the captain would unlock the doors of the treasure house from inside, and the viewers would catch their first glimpse of him. Then he would put the treasure house keys on a nail, and the music would stop. 
However, sometimes the captain could not get the keys to stay on the nail, and when they fell off, the theme music would begin playing again. One never knew exactly what would happen from one episode to the next, although at certain times of the year, such as the Christmas season, paper cutout versions of such stories as The Littlest Snowman would be shown. Keishan also had a reoccurring role as The Town Clown, a pantomime piece that took place in and around the exposed wagon of a tramp-like circus clown. Like the character Clarabelle that he played on Howdy Doody, The Town Clown never spoke. Favorite characters on the show were Grandfather Clock, voiced by Cosmo Allegretti, Rollo the Hippo, and Dancing Bear. Dancing Bear was mute and only appeared in short subject features. He often danced waltz to a background music. One of the show's long-running gags was the ping-pong ball drop, instigated by the telling of a joke, usually a knock-knock joke, by Mr. Moose, in which the punchline included the word ping-pong balls. At the mention of those three words, a shower of ping-pong balls was released from above the captain. The show often had simple blacklight theater segments using paper or cardboard cutouts. A notable recording of a popular song, such as Judy Garland's Decca recording of Over the Rainbow from The Wizard of Oz, Mary Martin singing Never Never Land from the original cast recording of Peter Pan, or Danny Kaye singing The Inchworm from the Decca recording the songs of Hans Christian Andersen, were heard while the cutouts played on the screen, animated by a concealed puppeteer. On other occasions, full-fledged hand puppets performed to the songs being played, as in the case when a hand puppet dressed in Spanish clothing performed to a recording of the tenor Alan Jones singing the Donkey Serenade. Familiar props include a mock-up of a talking cathedral-style radio that Keishan simply called radio. Keishan would turn the large knobs on radio to get a conversation going. At the end of each episode, the captain always encouraged parents watching the show to spend some quality time with their children every day, and he often demonstrated various creative ways in which to do so. Except for preemption by news or special events, notably the three-day continuous coverage which followed the 1963 assassination of President Kennedy, and a few shows that were 45 minutes, the show aired a full 60 minutes on weekdays mornings until 1981. It was broadcast in color from 1966 onwards. The time slot for the show was 8 to 9 Eastern, after which CBS allowed most affiliate stations to air local programming or blocks of sitcom reruns, game shows, or talk shows until it was time for the network's soap opera time slots. The show was on the air for 29 years, making it the longest-running network children's programming series. Sesame Street, which still airs, holds the record at 47 years and counting. Several of the original Sesame Street writers and producers were former members of the Captain Kangaroo staff and were hired by the Children's Television Workshop to help write, produce, and direct the new program when it went on the air in 1969. Rock musician Frank Zappa wrote a composition named Mr. Green Jeans on his album Uncle Meat and a sequel Son of Mr. Green Jeans on his album Hot Rats. This led to the urban legend that Zappa was the son of Hugh Branham who played Mr. Green Jeans. Zappa officially dispelled this myth in his 1989 autobiography The Real Frank Zappa Book as did Keishan in his 1996 autobiography Good Morning Captain. Many popular songs make reference to Captain Kangaroo, including the Statler Brothers' 1965 hit Flowers on the Wall, the weird Al Yankovic song The Brady Bunch, the Bloodhound Gang's Your Only Friends Are Make-Believe, and Slint's Good Morning Captain. 
In the 1975 TV series The Sherry Show, hosted by puppeteer and ventriloquist Sherry Lewis, one of the puppets is a kangaroo named Captain Person, who is the host of a children's television show. Here's a quote from Bob Keeshan, who portrayed Captain Kangaroo for nearly 30 years. One of the big secrets of finding time is not to watch television. The Optimistic Almanac is made possible each weekday morning by NPC, the national podcasting company, and is funded by our listeners. Thank you. Research for today's show is by Lexi Caligari. I'm Tori Kensington. This program came to you from Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. This is NPC. Keep the faith, keep in love, and keep in touch. (laughs) 